Hello, the internet, and welcome to Zeit Bright. Zeit Bright. Turn on the magical colored Zeit. Uh, that is courtesy of you. Miles? Yeah, I think I just said that. Yeah. I was just thinking, well, because now there's so many commercials on, of, you know, toys and things. Every the holidays are commanding us buy, buy, buy. And I just thought, of, I think of so many old commercials constantly yeah. that were drilled into my brain. Like, yeah. My buddy, my, my buddy, my buddy. Wherever and then there's Kid goes, Sister. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I always sing Kid Sister Kid right sister. immediately after you got my to. buddy. Yeah, got That was to. a new thing. I remember it only just used to be my buddy. And then they, they got woke around 1990 and added Kid Sister. But they would always put was. Kid Sister after my buddy. Yeah, it's well, very strange. Patriarchy. Uh, that's right. Uh, my name's Jack O'Brien. That's Miles Gray. We are about to take you through what is trending at the present moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, both Kamala and K-Hive are trending on Twitter uh, because Kamala Harris has dropped out of the 2020 Democratic primary. Yeah. Uh, and K-Hive was a... I, I wasn't familiar with that term, mm. uh, but... There are people who are very upset about her dropping out and claiming they will still vote for her in the general, even if it means Ooh. Trump winning, because she's the only one who deserves their vote. I, you know, I, I get it because it hurts. Yeah. Well, especially as, whenever you work on a campaign, though, too, and you fully immerse yourself and like the culture of a candidate and this the like winning mentality of like we are gonna get our candidate yeah like through to victory yeah when the rugs pulled out that shit can be very painful yeah I I you know hopefully um some of her supporters will come around to uh vote for another candidate yeah. but right now I get it like honestly yeah you're a mad moment. well and also too like for Kamala she obviously there were there are parts about her policies I did not agree with but I think it's very important in terms of her running. Um, as a black woman, the just the momentous occasion that this was, yeah, um, and her being up there definitely brought up a, like new conversations about maternity and things like that. But I totally, man, like you know, I don't, I don't want the smoke from K Hive right now. You don't yeah. want, you don't want smoke don't. from a, a supporter base right after their candidate dropped out of the. Race. I don't want the smoke from any supporter <laughs> base, man. I am, I will be a coward. This, this is a smoke free election for you. Smoke free election. Yeah, I mean, I mean if even it gets like, tight, I might have to take some smoke. Even talking shit about Tulsi, like people came at us and were like, "What are you talking about, man? You, you just swallowed the mainstream media's talking point." And maybe I did. Uh, I, I need to do more research. Apparently. Uh, There's a lot of people already. There are so many supporters of other candidates doing the wrong thing, which is getting into the K-Hive discussion and being like, maybe you should check out Mayor Pete. Oh, and I saw a, peop- a few people tweet that. I'm like, you are, you couldn't have, oh, you couldn't have done a worse thing right now. Right. But I mean, it's not like Mayor Pete and his followers to be insensitive to. Oh yeah, uh, the nuances of uh, race relations in yeah, this country. Yeah, yeah. well, just you relations know. with other groups. Yeah, hey man, but if if you if it's uh, phew, look, nurse your wounds. Yeah. Uh, because this is this, you know the the primaries they they're like this they're like this. Uh, Black Widow is trending. Is the number one trending subject on Google uh, earlier today. Uh, because they dropped the first trailer for the Black Widow movie, uh, and it looks... I think you and I had similar responses, like, 
like there there are some dope things in in the trailer for sure. Uh, I could have probably filled in the blanks of everything that happens for the most part. Yeah. Like if you gave me ten minutes and some time to, I could think. write most of the story beats out. Right. So there's there's this uh, action movie trope where a guy like two characters see each other for the first time in the movie yeah. and they punch each other and you're like oh my god oh it my must, god they must hate nemesis. each other and then the guy like wipes his mouth and then he's like good to see you again like they shake hands yeah. and it's like yeah you son brother. of a bitch well this has uh this has a whole new level of of that with a uh, black widow seeing her sister for the first time and they like almost kill each other. Yeah. Like they deliver blows that would uh, kill most people. Honestly, the way she went through that glass door, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like the way she felt, it wasn't like, it didn't feel like script, like choreographed fights of like, yeah, man, what if your ass flew through a door? Like you would look awkward as fuck. Falling and, down. and then as she walks away, which by the, the whole thing seems to be badly ADR'd, but uh, as she walks away, she uh, is made to seem like she's saying, good to see you too, sis. <laughs> Whoa, they're sisters! I, I don't know anything about <laughs> these movies, really. So I can't, I don't know what to be excited about. Like, is, is Black was Black Widow a big character for people who loved the Avengers films? I mean, it seems like it's an opportunity for an Avenger movie to, like sometimes the Avenger movies will have a like solo projects, mm-hmm. uh, Wu-Tang solo album. Yeah, yeah. Where it'll like be an excuse to do a genre film. Like uh, like Bobby Digital. Right, like, uh, <laughs> like Bobby Digital. Bobby Digital. But like Ant-Man was sort of a heist movie, and I right. can't think of any other examples. Uh, <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier was like sort of a 70s uh, spy thriller. Uh, Ragnarok was a fun comedy. Was a comedy, yeah, exactly. Got so it. I was thinking this might be like a cool opportunity to be like a born type movie. I mean, it reads very born. It reads very born. Pretty real. Does she have superpowers aside from just being like no, oh, she's badass, just a bad, badass, like uh, assassin or special agent? And I think or she was like bred to be a super assassin. Right, because um, her sister, did her sister have the accent? And she's like, good to see you too, sis. Yeah, yeah, they uh, both had it. But she took accent classes because yes. she was trying to work in Hollywood as an Asian woman. And David Harbour uh, is also out here doing a fake Russian accent as... Uh, Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian. I thought, I honestly, I was like... Russian Captain America. Yeah, I thought it was a janky Soviet Captain America. <laughs> right, Because the helmet off. looks the same. It must be. I'm sure uh, Zeitgang, who knows about the Marvel everything knows yeah. that was must have been some kind of reaction to that but but it ends with everybody like base jumping through a sky of falling debris and shooting machine guns at each other while in free fall uh which i cannot argue with so I'm yeah you to, really that, <laughs> that shit was dope you really like that part you're like that's yeah. just dope though <laughs> i'm like i don't know man how do you navigate that debris but i guess yeah. it's a film and also well, and also she's been trained dude yeah that's true I will say my favorite part was probably the score to the soundtrack. They have yeah. a little like synth swell line that, mm. you know, it's funny how we've seen scores for uh, trailers kind of evolve. Like the obviously Inception boom, yeah. has completely changed the game in terms of how we score things. Yeah. Like every has some version of a wah or a like quick sting. Um, and this was nice to have like a. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe uh, they made that a massive. I don't know. Mm. Uh, I don't know what that means. It's a Native Instruments uh, VSD. Yeah, of course it is. Uh, Lev Parnas is also trending. Uh, and I I think the best version of this story that I saw was Lev Parnas's lawyer 
telling Devin Nunez he should have recused himself uh, while retweeting records of calls between uh, Devin Nunez and uh, Parnas. Wait, so he was saying you should recuse yourself and then messily retweeting like transcripts of calls between Lev Parnas and Devin Nunez? Yeah. That's tight. It is. Um, yeah, so I'm sure we'll have more to talk about on that. Well, uh, we knew that Devin Nunes has been stinking like cow shit yes. from the get-go. Yes. So, yeah, like let's speed this up. Uh, please uh, please reveal your receipts yes, sir. for Cyber Monday. And then Alanis Morissette, uh, Vanity Fair, said she's having a moment. She or is. Her 2020 moment is starting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chapo Trap House just wrote out on uh, that thank you song, which I hadn't thought about in about a decade oh and thank you thank thank, yeah where she starts thanking like india and uh, right yeah uh thank you Nancy's. yeah but then she announced uh today uh the upcoming jag little pill tour uh yeah over the or i think it was over the weekend everyone oh, okay. from the 90s was like what the who yeah because Jagged Little Pill is 25 years old. Wow. Um, and the tour, the opening acts are Liz Fair and Garbage. Yeah. Liz Fairheads. Where my real Liz Fairheads I'm not a Liz there. Fairhead, but I'm a Garbage Face. Uh, your Garbage, garbage Face? Garbage Face, all in for Shirley Manson. You weren't into Exile in Guyville? Is that a uh, musical? Liz Fair. Based on uh, the Rolling Stones? Yeah, it's like a it's a concept album that is a, it's a guys feminist and dolls. response to the Rolling Stones album. Guys and Dolls in Exile on Main Street. Yeah, yeah. I, there was a yeah. I for for me, garbage. My God, I I was such a big fan. Oh God, <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jagged Little Pill was a moment for sure. Oh yeah, that was like one one of those last albums everybody owned. Like everybody bought the CD. Yeah, yeah. that uh, for me, I think in my my uh, group of people, it was the Soul Food soundtrack. Yeah. Um and or the uh yeah Soul Food soundtrack or the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Baz Luhrmann's wrote a Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Well, shit, those are the things that are trending right now. Uh, We will be back tomorrow morning with more podcasts, and we will talk to you guys then. Have a great evening. Bye. Bye. Bye.